0: Galaxy lights, Coachella, lightning bolt necklaces. 2023 was the year of Scandaval. On March 3rd, one cheating scandal launched a reality TV investigation that generated hundreds of conspiracy theories, thousands of podcast episodes, and millions of dollars in revenue. I'm Jody Walker, host of An American Scandival. one retrospective story told in three salacious parts—
1: Live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older. 18 and older in D.C. and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. Arby's better not catch you slacking on snacking with their new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps. And your choice of ranch, barbecue, honey, mustard, and a bonus flavor called Incredible Value. You can't taste it, but boy, is it sweet. Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. What's poppin'? Logan Murdoch here, Roger Bell there, covering the cut. It is time for really's the second annual really awards. Ooh. We are here, you know, we got the red carpet, we just came off set, you feel me, we here. Alright, now I don't, now I'm gonna I'm gonna lead this. We do this every year, raw. We have um, we have categories now, we have nominees, we wow. have got our shit together. Got we didn't just do going. this the night before. We got music going. Fireworks in the background. We come a long way. You feel me? That voice you hear in the background, that is our host for the festivities. Mr. Jonathan Kerma, a.k.a. Kerm, a.k.a. Babyface Assassin, a.k.a. The God. What's up, Kerm?
0: <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to the release, man. I'm so excited. I'm in a tuxedo right now. You can't see it, but trust me, I swear to God, it's not a hoodie. It's a tuxedo. They see it. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> We got we got what five or six war- awards today. Just super excited to look at the, the year and review. For those that don't know what the reel really is, we're reviewing all of 2023. So that that's the second half of last season, as well as the first half of, th- of this season thus far. Uh kick things off. First award I think we'll we'll go to is the Did You Practice That Shot Award? Uh and a shot a shot attempt that leaves you amazed whether it's a great make or or an extremely ill-advised miss. Um, so here we go. I'll give you guys the the four nominees, and we'll go from there. So first, we got Jordan Poole's launch uh, deep from 30 against the Lakers in the playoffs right in crunch time. Didn't hit it. Didn't hit it. That's the first nominee. Second one, Derek White, game six of the uh, conference finals against the, the Heat saves the day with an a impressive putback at the buzzer to send it to Game 7. Legendary shit right there. Next, we got <laughs> Kyle Kuzma doing his worst Kobe impression, uh, attempting to throw a lob to himself against the Grizzlies. <laughs> Lastly, we got Luka Doncic, that crazy circus shot he hit as the shot clock expired earlier this season against the Nets to take the lead late in the fourth quarter. Uh, I guess I'll do a drum roll.
1: All right, man, you know, it was it was it was it was a tough one. You know, there are a lot of wild, crazy nominees. But in the spirit of the award and what I thought it was gonna be, the did you practice that shot award when we talked about it curb, you put a bit more of a negative spin on it and now you bring positivity to it. So fuck that. I'm gonna go with Kyle Kuzma. Throwing off the glass for no reason whatsoever, and then getting all the consequences due for throwing some dumb shit up. Okay, that's going to be my not, That's going to be my award for that. I don't know what he's going to get a certificate. I think the, the the Wizards are coming to town this week, so I'm just going to. I might just give him the certificate of the release that will promptly be gone into the trash, just like that weak ass shot attempt. Because that was wild. <laughs> that was wild. High risk, high risk,
2: high reward, my boy. High risk, Raja, high reward, Raja. But,
1: Raja, why okay, we're gonna get to your pick in a second, but I just want to ask a question. What do you say when a motherfucker just throws it off the glass and then misses? Because you gotta make a spectacular play. You have to finish that shit, bro. You yeah. can't just in a game like that's just that was the epitome of what the Wizards season is and what they're gonna be, honestly, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I
2: don't I don't know what you say. I think you just you shake your head. Like there there are no words there are no words. There there's only a I mean, I'm trying to think of people that would have tried to pull that off in game um, and where your mind has to be to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I understand Kobe and LeBron and people like that. Like, yeah, you're nicer than everybody else, right? Like, you out here playing around. Like, this is easy for you. But then there comes a level of player where, I mean, unless it was just out of pure necessity and no other outlet, like, you shouldn't even have your mind in that spot. No disrespect to Kyle Kuzma, but I don't know that he checks the box of being cold enough to be thinking about doing that in a
1: game. You know what's crazy? The, the thing that disappointed me the most about it, and I'm a big proponent of this, is if I believe you or not, and I don't believe Kyle Kuzma when he does when he did this shit, when he does shit like this. I just didn't – I don't believe his raps when he does this. That is not so, – like like, he didn't even seem confident when he threw it at that backboard. He deserved everything coming to him. So that – he is getting – the award for do you practice that shot. Yeah. What Roger, where are you where are you going with this one? Um I think I'm gonna go with Derek White
2: um and, and his shot in the Eastern Conference Finals to beat the Heat last year. That was I remember watching that game, and that game was over. I mean, everybody basically thought that game was over, except probably one person. Or two, the guy who shot the shot, and then Derek White. Like, who shot the shot? Was that uh, was that uh, Marcus Smart? Marcus, Marcus Smart get it up. Mm-hmm. Marcus got it up. And Derek White comes in, swoops in, and that's just pure heart, hustle, belief, grit. Throw out all of the all of the adjectives that would just be describing of of of, of that play. And so for that reason, and you don't you don't I mean you don't practice you know practice that. You practice the last shot itself and the place to get the last shot. But you rarely get into like, okay, we're gonna scramble after the shot. Go like that. You can't practice that. So for that reason, I give it to Derek White in the shot and and the me sit into a game seven. Yeah, yeah. So that for that for all those reasons,
1: what I loved about that shot um, was just and I know why it's a Roger Bell shot and it pulls at every single one of his heartstrings. It's because it is about desire and just just ingenuity, bro. Like it's just like, yo, I'm not gonna quit on this play. I'm not gonna quit on this play. We're not going. We're not going home. We're not. Gonna, we're not going to go party in Miami after this game. After we lose the series, no, we're not. We're getting we're on not. a plane after this. Yeah, to lose yeah, I, again and maybe fly back to Miami and party. But like, <laughs> it was a great <laughs> shot. It was a great. It was shot. A what a series, too, though. What a, what a series. series.
2: So, and I remember. I mean, that one. That one. The other ones, I had to go back and watch them. Like, I don't. I don't remember them in real time. That one, I remember. You know, I was sitting there watching that. I, I. I remember. In terms of game winners, like I don't remember one recently that was as electrifying for me personally. That was crazy.
1: What is the, and you've hit your share of game winners, and you're like I I I either get sent them. I always get sent Raja Bell content always, either on Instagram <laughs> because apparently like they don't they scared to send it to you or something. So I get all the shit like and like the Clippers series where you you hit a shot. Yeah, what is it like? There's one. There's a. There's an adrenaline rush you hit. You get when you hit a shot and pick up. But what is the adrenaline you get when you're actually hit one in an NBA game, in a playoff um, game, no less? Yeah. Well, mine. Mine was a game tire
2: to put us into overtime. Um, it's hard to describe. Like there's obviously when you're going into a situation where it seems like your back's up against the wall. There's very limited time. You know you're going to get one look at that. In this case with the Celtics, like you probably thought you were only going to get one look at that, right? Like Derek White saved you. But like, so in that situation with me, like you're only going to get one look. The clock dictates that probably not even get an offensive rebound on this one. Um, I think Um, there's just a calm that kind of comes over you, man. Like, first of all, not for nothing, it separates separates people. Some people want
1: that shit. Some people don't want that. There are people in the NBA that don't want it, Roger. Are you saying that there's people in the NBA that don't want it? Absolutely. You gotta put a percentage of people who don't want it. What, um, what are you
2: saying there, I mean, maybe twenty-five percent of dudes. Like I don't know, thirty okay. percent of guys. Like there are guys that don't want that ball. Well, you have to. You have to think. Like you know, some dudes aren't aren't shooters anyway. Like some dudes aren't there for their offensive prowess. Like some of us are just defenders. Some of us are there for rebounding. So those dudes, you know, naturally aren't going to want it. I was in a weird place of like, I don't know why, but I just wanted that ball. If you if you remember. Or if you go back and watch the game, we ran the out of bounds set for someone else to get the ball. And the Clippers did a really good job of denying it and locking it up. So we had to call a timeout off of a timeout. And when we went back to the huddle, like all of that was denied. And I was like, I'll make it. And so I I told Mike, I said, I will make it. So they... They ran some action and they slipped me to the corner and I hit it. And if you read my lips, if you do a good job as I'm going back to the bench, I was like, "I haven't told you, I haven't told you." And so, like, it's just you can't describe it after you hit that's it. Hard. But there's a, there's a calm that kind of comes over you because, like, hey, bro, this is this is it. You know, ain't no need to be nervous. We, we already lost, so
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm step up and knock it down. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. What's the of category, Car?
0: Next category, we're gonna do best newcomer. Um, So this is it's it's you know it's not rookie of the year per se because we're combining two seasons. But the nominees are we got Wimby, we got Chet Holmgren, Paolo Bancarel. You know, twenty twenty three rookie of the year. He's kind of he's got a slight edge over everybody, but I'll let y'all decide. Cade Cunningham. What are we thinking this time? I'll throw to Raja first after a quick drum roll.
2: This is this is a tough one because like i obviously Paolo killed the league last year and did all uh, did did all that work, um, but I'm gonna go with Wemby. I'm gonna go with Wemby um, for for obvious reasons in terms of like he's something that we've never really seen before from a si- a size skill you know type of standpoint. But all that comes along with Wemby, I thought was fantastic. Like the circuses that 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 are the media when Wemby was present and his draft and pre-draft and, and summer league and first NBA game, like all of that, I was here for it all. I was locked in. I wanted to see what it looked like. Um, and the potential is just otherworldly. So for all of those reasons, I'm going to go with Wemby and I, it's a little different spin. I'm not saying he deserves it from a statistical standpoint or what he's, you know, I, I'm just saying that newcomer and all that came with his coming into the league the circus that it was i'm going with wimpy
1: raja you know i hate agreeing with you you know i know you hate agreeing with me <laughs> don't do it easy but no but it's <laughs> what it's what no but it's what history it's it's what it's it's this is history on the line and yeah. i can't be on the wrong side <laughs> of history I was. I'm gonna pick M, uh, Wimby, uh, Victor Wembanyama for the similar reasons that you're picking him, right? Like all these other dudes are great. Chet Holmgren gonna have probably have a great career. Paolo, dude, cold, dude, dude. I can't wait for like two or three more years where like he really puts his imprint on the se- on the on the league. Like right now, it's just people in Orlando know what's up, right? They know they have something building, but I can't wait for the world to see it, right? Cade Cunningham. We're going to talk about probably his Pistons in a minute. Like, it's <laughs> tough for him. Um, but if you want to talk about a player that is defi- that is defined this year of a newcomer, Wimby did that without even touching the court, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he did that with, um, you know, with, with the hype. He did that um, just being just his size and just his physical attributes. He did that. Um, even with the moments too, right? Like I think about going toe to toe with KD and sweeping him in his like first week of his NBA career, right? And then beating LeBron when it's just him and LeBron, right? And and, and meeting that moment. And then you have him being coached by the greatest coach of his generation, right? So, or one of them, right? Like you, there's the argument between Greg Popovich and Phil Jackson that's just going to endure. But to have the guy that to have be uh have the tutelage from the guy that is one of the best coaches and just the way that Wimby has defined the year, I have to go with Wimby, man. I haven't like. Can you compare and contrast? Like you were that you were around during the only comparable uh, time was was when LeBron and we'll ta- I'm sure LeBron will get talked about a lot during this pod. But what have you seen from the? The compare and contrast the <laughs> debuts of both of them and what they have both done on the league, Raja. When you see that, um, man,
2: that's a that's a tough one. LeBron's I was I didn't get to see it from this ten thousand foot view because I was in it. You know what I mean? So like it was it was a little different for me. Um, I think when LeBron came in, this is going to sound this is going to sound crazy, but I think. I think physically LeBron LeBron it's going to sound so wild cuz this dude is so big, right? And but LeB- LeBron was LeBron had more of a physical presence like he seemed more physically ready to 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 like spectacularly demonstrate some of that shit. Like Wemby has incredible um you know range and stuff like that, but I think there's a lot more room like LeBron filled out and got bigger and stronger too. Make no mistakes, but I think you know Wemby as he continues to get his legs under him and continues to to strengthen up and stuff like that. It 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 will um, you know, it will just continue to look different. I think LeBron came into the league head above the rim, like he was doing wild stuff as as a rook. Um, God, that's not a ringing endorsement for Wemby, and I'm trying really hard, but but like I, LeB- LeBron was when he hit the league because I was playing against it. You were like, oh shit, yeah, like this I felt is that shit. You're like, whoa, man, and and Wemby is that, no question. But I wouldn't guard Wemby, um, and I tend to watch the game from like a guard's perspective, so it's a little, it's a little harder. I, I think LeBron when he came into the league and the way they played around LeBron, and maybe that's what it is, right? Like when I watch San Antonio play, and Pop and them have said they're going to do it on purpose, like they're not like get it to Wemby. Sometimes I think they're ducking him. Right. Sometimes it feels yeah. like they
0: duck making the pass to him. It doesn't make sense.
2: It, it's crazy sometimes, but like you know maybe they they're trying to protect him and they're playing around him and and stuff like that and but when when LeBron came in it was like LeBron has it here you yes. go and that that maybe is the difference in fairness to win because there ain't nothing wrong with him like he's going to keep getting stronger you know i do think strength is strength like when when you're out there perimeter based at times and stuff like that like you're going to you're going to need to continue to get stronger like every young player does and LeBron did as well but LeBron had the ball all the time with that with that right. team and so you felt it like that you know
1: I think that one thing that I'm, and it was, I'm going to go back to the list of the nominees. Chet is on that list, and I kept going back and forth. And the reason why I picked Wimby is for the reasons that I laid out of, you know, just somebody to define this year as a newcomer. Mm-hmm. But like, how are you going to? I'm curious to see like how Chet continues to feel as their their career goes on, right? Because he's having more success from a team perspective now. He has a better team around him um, than Wimbenyama does, but. There has to, there's. I'm sure there's going to be some animosity, and it's going to lead to a, a very great rivalry. I think. I hope here, so. Chet, how are you feeling right now? Like even even the things that I'm saying, like yo man, Wimby defining your woo whoop, and Chet's like yo, fuck that.
0: Yeah, Chet had nine I'm blocks here. last week, by the way, and wasn't yeah. even considered for this award.
1: Right,
2: <laughs> right. Chet. That's what I'm saying. And here, here, the crazy part is like Chet. Well, you're going to give him credit, like for having a better team, and and probably playing for something in a way that those other guys might not be playing for something yet. I mean, Orlando, Orlando's making moves. You know what I mean? But like, that's also one of the reasons why you got to look at his numbers and say, well, he might not get the same opportunity as some of them dudes because he's playing with SGA. So, so, you know, it's not like he can fully get in his bag all the time Like some number ones or twos get to come into the league in bad situations, and they just get the ball and can go ham when they want to go ham. Like Chet's doing that, you know, in in a a winning way, if that makes sense. Which is, hey, this isn't just give it to you and let you go out there and try to cook as a rookie. We're going to need you to complement, you know, some of the pieces we have in a winning capacity, and that's interesting too. But I do think Chet, look, Chet, don't get me wrong, bro. I I am a huge Chet fan. Chet is a cold dude. Um, just, the you know, the Wemby piece, like he's, he's bigger, he's, he's all of that. So like when we give this award out, I'm giving it to Wemby, but I'm with you on that. And I hope it is, a, it, it, it's a dope rivalry for, for a decade.
1: Yeah. It's one thing you said that really just stuck out to me. I want to ask, I want to follow up on this. And you were talking about Chet being in a situation where he's learning how to win faster. And win, have winning plays and make winning plays faster. So, that's not a slight against Wimby, but Wimby's not on a good team. He has no point guard. You right. know, he has no, he's not playing with guys that he's gonna play with for the next five years, right? How do you teach Wimby how to win at this level when that's not, when he does not have the guys that he is going to have? Is it habits? Like, how do you, how does he have to see it? Because it's, it's just apples and oranges in terms of situations.
2: Yeah, I think this year for Wemby, I don't even know that you're really worried about that. I think you're worried about introducing him to the NBA game, the rigors of an NBA season, the travel. You're just t- trying to like, you know, get him used to what that looks like. Um, for analytically, see see where he's best, see what things he does well versus what he may not do well yet. Take those into an off season and then as we're coming back next year hopefully we're starting to to think about winning and and teach him how to winning behind the scenes obviously you want him you want him you know by all accounts he's already got great habits but those are things that should be in place this year logan right like le- less about winning on the court and more about more about his habits his stuff behind the scenes um getting used to the size speed of the game physicality of the game the travel x y and z and then this off season Hopefully they can put a piece or two together with him where now we can start talking about, hey, how do we how do we win consistently in the NBA? Because the reality is that in Kerm, you know, Kerm said, I, I, you know, Kerm just elaborated on what I was saying. Like you, you watch their games sometimes and, and you talked about a lack of PG. Why does he not have the ball? Like what are you I'm not even gonna Why call is names. Point God. I'm not going to call names. Well, I think some of that is, is, is them trying to protect him from having the weight of the world on his shoulders, like having to handle, having to do all like, and I get that. I think Pop is really smart and the organization is smart for that. But there are times that are, that are really specific times in games where I'm watching them play and whoever the other four of y'all out there, why does he not have the ball?
1: <laughs> Straight up. You know, and that, about, there's a, <laughs> that's there's a little bit of tanking
0: going on, man. Like the fact that Jeremy so- Sohan or Sochin, I, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, let me live, but like starting him at your point guard, it's a little bit of tanking going on. There's there's something going on there, but let's not let's not think about that too much. You, you, you saying can...
1: you saying you saying we should change the Spurs name to No Limit Records?
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Some nefarious activities are happening. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, and we can move on to the next category here, which is biggest surprise of the year. Uh, first uh, nominee, we got Cam Thomas becoming the youngest NBA player in history to score 40-plus points in three straight games on February 7th. We got Keegan Murray breaking the Kings franchise record for three-pointers made after Light going... Light
1: the motherfucking beam. <laughs> going 12-13 <laughs> of
0: 13 in the... Th- by the third quarter and on December 16th, like that's crazy. Uh, next, we got the, the Detroit Pistons losing 24 games in a row, <laughs> lost 48 of their last 52 games <laughs> ongoing. Like that's just, that's an insane stat. Shout out Kai for finding that one. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves being tied for the best record in the NBA as uh currently sitting at twenty and six uh in, in mid December. That's gotta be surprising. Um, but drum roll, I'll throw this one to Logan. What do
1: you think? Um, you know, I'm gonna go with the Detroit Pistons. There's a staff record label and the crew, bro. And I'm probably taking Rogers. And guess what? I don't give a fuck. Um I think the big it's just I'm I'm more disappointed than surprised than anything. It is the biggest surprise, but I wanted to talk about the Pistons just in general. It's tough because it's a tough look for Monty Williams, right? Like there was stuff that you know you would see during the postseason with a good team that gave you, you know, reason to scratch your head. But when you are trying to build something, and I gotta be honest with you, on paper, the Pistons before the season had potential, right? And you know, talk about Ivy. Talk about Kate Cunningham. You talk about guys that are um, that are raw that you want to mold into something, and then and you want a coach that Monty Williams, who's seen it all, and on paper that hey man, this guy is going to be able to teach these guys habits, give you Chris Paul war stories, right? Like tell you how to win in this league, and that just hasn't happened. And it's gotten to the point where it's like, is Monty Williams even going to make it through this season? It's tough. It's tough to it's tough to see. It's it's I want Detroit to be like they have a great new arena, right? You want to see Detroit. Their fan base a lot of basketball being loved in Detroit. They deserve better. It sucks. I'm gonna go with Detroit Pistons Raw.
2: Oh man. <clears throat> Let's see. The nominee is Cam Thomas. Yeah. I mean, look, that's 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 crazy three three straight forty balls for for a young fella. But I would just say that if you knew Cam Thomas, you knew he's got this almost semi delusional like idea of how he can score the ball. And it it will it, it makes it a reality for him. I don't mean that it's it's a negative thing. Like great scorers have to have that where they're just they're like, yo, I don't know. I'm this is what I do. I can do this regardless of who's guarding me. So I ain't really tripping off of that. Um Keegan, that's phenomenal. Twelve for thirteen I, that's a that's a great shooting night. I'm not throwing any shade at it, but I mean, he shoots the ball. What the fuck is going on with Detroit? <laughs> Wait, you didn't give the Minnesota one. You got to throw the Minnesota one first. Trending, been trending like last uh, yeah. year. Trending like the Anthony Edwards continuing to make huge strides. Watching the other night. Gobert, you know, was playing off a cat, and and like things are clicking in a way that. Edwards I needs can, to
1: figure I, shit off the figure I, shit out off the court is all I'm going to Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, getting it, that's yeah. getting a little wild.
2: That's getting yeah. a little wild, but but yep. um not completely surprised by that. And maybe if I'm being honest, I'm not completely surprised by the Pistons not being good, but like this is
1: ridiculous. This is absurd. What is this a symptom I, of? I, I don't what is know. This a symptom of.
2: <laughs> Monty, absolutely there were some things at the end of last season where You could sit there if you were objectively looking at it, even if you really like Monty and say, okay, well, we got to ask you, why would you do that here? And why did you do that there? And don't you think that's fair as a coach, you would like to think that you'd hop into like situationally, you'd be looking for a man. Are there, are there things here that, that I think make this a very attractive situation and we can win like, and, and. I don't know that they necessarily had a lot of that, but they threw the bag at him. They made him the second highest paid coach in the league. You got to go. Was it like 78 million over six? I'm there. So like, I get it, Monty. Maybe you stepped into some stuff that wasn't exactly set up for the success that you really wanted to have coming off of Phoenix. But damn it, that is a train wreck. I'm worried about them boys career. All of them every single one of them i mean it's a joke right i that clearly they're good basketball players but that degree of losing is i've never heard of that
1: i've been it was on some crazy cuz they were on a they were on a trajectory i think
2: No, i've been on you some know? bad teams most of most of you know i was on teams that had 17 game win streaks and stuff like that with the suns and obviously the sixers were good teams and the jazz we rarely went on losing streaks like that just because of the stability of the organization but you know, I, I, I was in some places where we weren't great, like in Rebuilds and Golden State and b- b- trying to figure it out in Charlotte and t- 24 games losing streak. Yeah. What was the other yeah. stat, Kerr? Uh
0: The other stat that Kai pulled up was, you caught me at the wrong time. Uh, Sorry about that. Uh, was, <laughs> oh, they lost... 48 yeah, sure, yeah. of their last 52 games like ongoing, like going back to the last season.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. I don't mean to be yelling into the microphone, but I'm trying to think of what I would feel like as a player leaving the arena every single night on an L. How many speeches can a coach give? Do you know, like, look, if we lose, two in a row, I got a speech for those two losses. Then we go on a little bit of a win streak. We come back and lose a game. I'm not tripping. I don't really have to give a speech about that loss. We all know we should have, boom. Then we win a couple more. Then I can come back like three games later and kind of regurgitate one of those speeches I gave on the two game losing streak. And nobody's going to be the wiser because there's so much time in between that. I mean, I'll change the verbiage, but the, the essence of the message would be the same. If you lose every night, you run out of shit to say.
1: Two and twenty-five, Roger.
2: As a coach, I don't know how I would address them. I don't know how what I I would address practices. I really don't, and I don't know how as a player. Um, you know, aside from my own personal career, I don't know what's keeping me tethered to that group and that message if that makes sense all jokes aside I know I was just ranting and being an idiot but at the at the root of it I don't know as a player what would tether me to the to the belief in what we're trying to accomplish here i I, I don't know I don't know how that messaging that has not borne any fruit continues to affect me in a positive way and continues to get through and when that happens I mean then I'm again I'm worried about your franchise and the players in it
1: I got to just say, man, like the well is just I just I have no other thing but to say what the well is poison in Detroit, bro. Ever since they went 41 and 41 and not in 2019, I don't even remember them going to the playoffs since like I was a child. But let's say they went to the playoffs since 2019. This is their this is their win count. And I want to get your what I want to get what you have to say, Raja, about what this means for what this means as for the organization as a group and what the, what what this tells you about them. After they went to the postseason in 2019, they go 20 and 46. That is obviously the pandemic year. 20 and 52, the year after that. 23 and 59, 17 and 65, Raja, and now they're two and 25. It's not just a coach thing. This is an organizational mess. This is this is terrible. Yeah, I don't I
2: don't have any insight into ownership uh, uh, and their and their attitude and their and their um philosophy in terms of whether they're hands on or hands off like I don't know so I'm, this is just like c- clearly this is this is bigger than players coaches et cetera. like this is this is an organizational failure this is this is what we were talking about with the kings for a while where you're like it doesn't really matter who they have because you know institutionally There's something rotten there, and that's that's what you have going on. What it is, I don't know, and it wouldn't be fair to speculate because I'm not really there and I don't have any insight into it. But something is something is wrong, and it's 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 so high. It's high. It's not it's not in the locker room. It's not in the coach's office. Like all all that's turned over anyway. Like this is you know there's something consistent there. This is you know I didn't do a ton of homework on this specific topic, so. You know, I don't know
1: who hasn't Fine. moved and who's to been in place. The, there's no, there's no reason to talk about the Pistons. But you feel, but
2: you feel what I'm saying, right? Like something has, what something consistent there that has not been turned over a lot is not good.
0: What do you think their like pregame huddle is at this point? Like, you know, you have the one, two, three team. Like, what do you even, what do you say at this point? What you just, you this defeated? Like, one, two, three, get mine.
2: Can I tell this story again, like real quick? How how quickly yes, we got to go to break. When Jerry Sloan and Darren Williams got into their their beef that game, and it happened early in the game, it erupted at halftime, and you know, we had to play the second half. It was against the Bulls. And so in the locker room after the game, you know, we usually bring it in to your point, and this is going to get to the answer of your point. We you bring it in and you said like jazz or hard work, whatever it was. I don't remember. I've been on so many teams. This one struck me though, because we brought it in all hands in the huddle. And Jerry Sloan said, one, two, three, good luck. (laughs) Bro, he said good luck. And he quit that night. Listen, bro. He said good luck and walked out smooth as a mud. And we were all standing there like, literally, it took us probably about eight seconds as we all kept standing there to say, did he say, did he say good luck? Is that what he said? He said good luck. Because we all said what we normally say. The next morning, Jerry had quit before I even got the treatment. So, the answer to your question is probably something like that, uh, Kerm. One, two, three. Good luck. Man. Good luck.
1: Here's the thing, though. I, I don't know Monty. I don't know Monty Williams like that. I don't think he got that in him. That would have been fire, though. He <laughs> just <laughs> walked out. <laughs> fully guaranteed. I'm out. One, two, three. Agent, good you luck. Figure this shit out.
2: <laughs> no. No, but I don't think he gets uh, the bread. He can't quit on him. He's going to have to take the L.
1: But, again, I I mean he all he got to do is wait like 2 3 more months. There's yeah. no way he finishes the season, Roger. There's no fucking way, dude.
2: Yeah, I mean I can't imagine. But to to Kerms, you know, to Kerms point, you know, bigger than the coach and what he would say to your team is what are you saying to each other? You know, what is what is the collective spirit? Hey,
0: where are we going after <laughs> like, this? Co- <laughs> what are we
2: going <laughs> That's not what They say. No. I know it's <laughs> funny, but it's not. Like that's your that's your livelihood, man. And that's a long season. To be mired in that, that's gross. Yuck. Hey, if you need me, though, I got 10-day in me
1: hey we gotta get these christmas gifts
2: hey it's gonna be crazy though because they're gonna offer you another one for veteran leadership you're like nah, i gotta get back to florida like, hey, this was great this was good i'm good
1: do you want a front office uh job roger you're really smart with the guys no nah, i'm straight i'm, I'm good. good thank you no, that's <laughs> why funny. are you doing the pod live from the practice facility uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're practicing.
2: But no, Hey, you know what? All seriousness. Like if you're, if I, you don't have the luxury coming up out of the CBA to, 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 to pick and choose where you got your 10 day from at all. You, You don't have that luxury and you don't have the, you don't, you don't have the, the, the knowledge of, Hey man, like where I go is important. But man, if you got called up to that, or that was, you know what I mean? Like if you don't have your choice of picking that and you got called into that, again, that's just a mess. And I feel for a lot of those dudes there because it's, it's a mess.
1: I got, I got a story real quick. I remember when I was in SAC, right? And the Kings were so bad. They were so bad, Roger. Right? So they were playing the Warriors once. And I this is when I wasn't even like with the Warriors or, or covering them at all. I was just interning in Sacramento and the Warriors happened to be in town. And this was like... Maybe this was the lockout year and this is when the, the, uh, the Maloofs were actively trying to sell the team and just like it's basically just poisoning the well all the way, either like looking to, uh, move the team to Seattle or sell it outright. And they just gave up all hope. There was like no ad marketing or anything. So because of this, sponsors pulled out, but because the team was just so lazy, they wouldn't take down the sponsorship. They would just put like a cover over the sponsor logo, right? And during the game, the fucking uh curtain front that was covering the logo from on the scoreboard fell onto the court. Oh so, wow. So, Key Smart had to run onto the court, get the stuff and run off. That's, That's how crazy. terrible. I haven't seen anything terrible since then till I watched these Pistons. Just how yeah. just organizationally shitty an organization is. I haven't seen that in a decade. The Pistons are right there. We'll take a quick break and uh, newsflash. More awards coming.
2: Cash in on balling out this NBA season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. My team's tonight, I'm taking the Lakers and Minnesota, over, and I'm taking Anthony Edwards, over, points total. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to join. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of ways to bet, including quick bets, live same-game parlays, the parlay hub, and more. So visit FanDuel.com ringer RingerNBA and turn dimes into dollars this season. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. First online real money wager only, $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Arby's. It's 3 PM and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two for $5 chicken wraps from Arby's come in available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or As an add-on to your meal, Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. And we are back. More awards. What's up, Kern?
0: We're now, we're to the
1: heavy hitters. You know,
0: everything before that was, you know, that was the, the lower card, the opener. Now, it's, this is the real shit. This is where we came to see. This is the album of the year. This is the artist of the year type shit. You feel me? So Yay. let's start it off with moment of the year. And your nominees are the Denver Nuggets winning the NBA championship, 2023 NBA champions. First time ever for the for the Nuggets, right? Uh, second, LeBron James breaks the scoring record. We all saw that turnaround jumper <laughs> when uh, Thomas Bryant was asking for the ball under the basket. But, you know, history had to be made in that moment. Sacrifices had to be made. Sorry, Thomas. Next, we got, <laughs> you know, all the Lakers fans so I had to pack this up. Lakers winning their first in-season tournament ever. LeBron capturing his <laughs> His four point two five rings. You know what I'm saying? We gotta, we gotta talk about <laughs> it. He's got four and a quarter rings. Um, and lastly, to kind of kick off the other, uh, take this that just, Jordan. Yeah, it's, come on. Does does Jordan have uh, an end season tournament MVP? Don't think so. That's all I'm saying. Uh, lastly, <laughs> we got to kick off 2023. I think this was the first week of the season. Donovan Mitchell dropping 71 points. That's crazy. Nobody topped that. We were having a scoring boom at the beginning of the year, but that nobody topped that one. So what do you guys think?
2: This is tough because the last two categories um, have similar possible award nominees. And so I want to make sure everyone gets their due. I think for moment of the year, this one, oh, this is tough for the moment of the year i'm going to go with the denver nuggets winning the nba championship and for for a franchise's first mvp uh for nikola jokic who who has been mvp multiple times and probably could have won it a third time and 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 his ascension to the to the throne or close to it as best player in the nba or on a very small list of guys that you might argue over being that for for Jamal Murray coming back a couple years removed from an ACL. And they looked so great in the bubble before he got hurt that you thought they were really close to it maybe. And then that injury kind of derailed it a little bit. I mean, Jokic has still been brilliant, but he just didn't have the sidekick that he needed. And, and all of that, Mike Malone, all of that, Like, I think that was definitely the... Uh, the moment of the year for me, Nuggets winning their first NBA championship and the culmination of, of shout out to Cal Booth, you know, being patient with those dudes, keeping them dudes together and just putting pieces and the, the culmination of that vision and that Cal plan. Cal Booth's out
1: here talking reckless though, talking right, right, reckless. Right now he is? He's saying they about to be a dynasty. He talk, he said the KLC on the thing, they about to be a dynasty.
2: Okay. Well, look, I, I haven't heard that, but I know he got that. He got that ring. And uh, for all those reasons, my moment of the year was 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 the Nuggets winning the championship.
1: All right. Shout out to uh, the Denver Nuggets staff record labels and motherfucking crew. Shout Mm -hmm. out to you, the city of Denver. Great city. Wish your airport was closer so it could be top tier. Um, All those things. And I, I get a lot of slander for slandering uh, Denver, and I'm probably not. This, this next choice is not going to help my case. I'm going to go with LeBron James winning the uh, winning the scoring championship, and not the in season tournament. It's why, not not the four points. No, no, not the, <laughs> no, Damn. Not the Damn. tournament. <laughs> it was also a quick aside. I was in Vegas for that and was at the game that the Lakers won. It was so funny, like the manufactured joy that was on their faces, right? Mm. Like, yeah, we won it. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't give a fuck about that. Genie Bus wasn't even on the um wasn't even on the stage. Come on now. They don't really care. <laughs> you know, they don't give a fuck. So but no LeBron winning the scoring title is definitely going to find this year. And just I mean, I think this might be the year of LeBron as a person, just in general. We'll get to our, our ruin of the year in a second, but when you talk about something, and I, I went back and forth on this, and I, f- I feel bad not picking the Nuggets, considering everything. I know it was the moment of the year for the city of Denver, and but the accomplishment of LeBron, and I can't say this enough, of a guy that is a pass-first person to be to win a scoring title is... and to do it and have as a in a Laker uniform, have Kareem right there to be able to give him the ball, all of those moments, uh to, that that's gonna you're gonna remember that when you think about twenty twenty three more than you're gonna remember the Denver Nuggets. It just is what it is. And that's just life. And I know people are gonna be mad at me on that and I know I'm gonna get a lot of slander in the dims and the in in the comments section. Do not give a fuck. Um that's going it on to is talk, the man. Lakers for all of those reasons. <laughs> um, and LeBron has to find this year. And because of that, he has to get the moment of the year because I got to be honest with you. That was one of the most boring finals I've ever seen in my life. Did not watch as much as I should have. I'm sorry. I, I can't. I, I can't. You're going to ask me a moment. People are going to ask me a moment for the 2023 finals and be like, I don't know. I <laughs> don't know. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Remember when that happened at game three, the moment? No, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Like it's, that's, that's just, that's what it was. I apologize. No, actually I don't because I would, I I would do it again. What were you going to say, Roger?
2: No, I'd like to push back and, and, and argue and debate this just for better pod purposes. But I, I I can't, I believe everything you said to be, to be true in terms of, in terms of LeBron and, and the moment and Kareem and, and all of that. And I'm not even going to do it. I'll just wait for the next, I'll wait for the next category and then I'll explain myself.
1: Wow. Devil's advocate, Ra is, is waiting till the next category. Yeah,
2: wow. I mean because I I, I want to stick with my pick. I'm going to stick with the pick, and then I'll explain okay. why it had to be the pick.
1: Okay.
0: Really, really disappointed in y'all not picking this end season tournament win because like that took so much out of the Lakers to get that. You see, we're struggling to win games now because we gave well, our all to get that quarter of a <laughs> ring, and now we're losing to the fucking Bulls on a Wednesday night. So I just I need some right? way to to be positive right now. So Quite I frankly I thought
2: I thought what might have snuck in into the nominees was was Logan and I meeting in Vegas for the end season tournament. I thought that might have snuck in as a as a lower tier nominee for moment of the year. I was wow. a little disappointed wow. when it didn't show you know up. What, hey,
1: oh, man. Hey, hey a little disappointing. Disappointing. let's let's speak on it. You know what's crazy? <laughs> let's speak on it. It was, was uh, hilarious cuz I should not have been that nervous when <laughs> I <laughs> Bro. So people don't know the let's just tell the story fuck it we're here let's do it um so we get so we first of all we find raj is on the plane when we when we uh when we get for vegas right and if we find out the shit happens the show's not gonna happen i'm nervous because raj is calling me every fucking five seconds like we're gonna fucking do this shit fuck this fuck it fuck it i'm going to carbone i'm going to carbone so i know i'm like i'm 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 getting a lot of Virgo energy from Raja right here, right? There's a lot of just like I don't know. And so we so we so I'm supposed to, we're supposed to meet at Planet Hollywood and I'm not even I'm not even sure that Raja's going to fucking show up based on all the shit that he talked on the phone during the day, right? And we we're in Planet Hollywood and I'm, it's just like a pod recording. He's making us wait. I get there earlier, <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 then and then he says, "I'm here." Me and Ben Cruz do not see Roger for any anywhere. Right, and then this motherfucker comes down the uh, the uh, what is it? The fucking the, the stair climber, whatever. The, what is it called? The escalator. The, fucking, the escalator. Mm-hmm. He comes down the escalator. <laughs> wait, wait, wait like, you call it a stair rock.
0: climber?
2: A stair climber to me.
1: A stair climber is crazy, yeah, but
0: keep going, keep going. I'm sorry,
1: keep going. <laughs> my story. So he comes and I'm like, oh shit, there's Raza. I'm so happy to see this motherfucker. And then he immediately goes, I need a fucking beer. Goes <laughs> to the fucking, uh, goes to the fucking, <laughs> goes, goes to the gift shop, gets a beer, and then fucking drops 47 and five and eight on the pod that night. It was great. It was the greatest shit I've ever seen. And then says, oh, I'm a vegetarian. And on, we go to Mama Fuku afterwards. And he says, I'm a vegetarian. And just eats all the Brussels sprouts and fucking, um, uh, what else did you eat? What else was did we like, have that you could have c- eaten? Some cauliflower, cauliflower, some shit, right? <laughs> and then this is the funniest shit. Bill goes, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Bill goes, Hey, what do you drink, Raza? He goes, alcohol. <laughs> 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 it's the greatest night. And then, so pop it all off. We're at Mama Fuku. And this is when I knew Raza was my dog. It was when I knew Raza was my dog. Me and Raza, it's getting late, bro. It's a long ass day. I've been at the arena all day. Raza's been flying all day. People, like... When it gets to the part of the dinner of momofuku where like people are like, "Yo, man, uh, like they're they're still going strong, right?" And me and Raja look at each other. It's about nine fifty-two, right? Me and Raja look like, Is, you know, it's the, I think it's time to go, right? And I say, Raja, let's let's just go, let's just do a solid number, let's like leave at ten o'clock, right? It's nine fifty-two. Two minutes later, I look at and I say, "You know what? Let's fuck. We can fucking leave now if you want to fucking leave." <laughs> Why wait? <laughs> <laughs> and so we bounced so early, bro. I was I was in bed by eleven o'clock. <laughs> it was great. I, it, it was, was awesome. great. That was great. And in retrospect, had I not
2: flown all day and and like you know, I had the layover and stuff like that, which like I ain't hella bougie. It just makes for a long day. I probably wouldn't have given you all that gold. I would have been a lot more like chill and everything. But as I reflected on it, it was a pretty, it was a pretty cool day. And it was, it was really good to meet you. It was co- The dinner was cool. Even though like I did not want to, I went begrudgingly. Like I'm, you know, get, getting to meet everybody and talk to everybody like face to face. And, you know, a lot of people that we potted with and stuff like that. I really, I really enjoyed it. And but I, you know, I'll tell you what, if we hadn't have got out of there, bro, that next morning, catching that flight, I had back to Florida. I was I was gonna miss it, so I really appreciate you. Yeah, that was what's up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. It was mm-hmm. awesome, and then it mm-hmm. it, was, it was great. That, that's its own category. It's not moment of the year. It's just its own category. We met well, this year. Me fuck? getting
2: that. Me getting that damn beer was might have been my moment of the year because I was without <laughs> bro. That, you ever you ever felt like that where you were like, yo, bro, I need before you say anything else to me. I need a fucking beer. Get
1: me a beer, please. I'm not a beer guy, dog. I'm a white wine, rosé well, kind of guy. Well, wh- whatever
2: your, whatever your uh, alcohol choice is. I got a Sauvignon
1: is. Blanc at that fucking, at that dinner. I got you, two of them. I was twisted. Did. I you was got twisted. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking twisted. <laughs> I was twisted. Yo, oh, we were talking God, sports. Sauce. Bill came and we had a, it was me, you, Joe, me, Bill and Rosillo just having a fucking pow out the corner, and I was twisted. We was talking. I don't even. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. It was gold. But it was. they came over, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" After <laughs> after 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 uh, drink two, and they brought shots. And I was like, "Oh my god, I got to relax. We got to relax." And then no, I was like, funny. "Then it got to 10:53, and I was like, like, 'Rosel, let's go home. Let's go Ooh. home. It's time to go.' That's funny. Get the car. Oh god, that's uh, great. Good to meet you, pal. Yeah. Should have been
2: a nominee. Should have been a
0: nominee. (laughs) All right. So let's move on to the last award of the night. This is as big as it gets right here. This is why we do this shit, man. Whoever wins this, like you carry this like an MVP. You carry this like a finals MVP. You carry like a scoring title because it means that much to us over here on Real, Real Ones. So the next category is Real One of the Year. I do have some mm. nominees, but I think I'm just going to let you guys pick it like we do real one of the week. So, How no about you start it off? Who is
1: your real one of the year? Who is your real one of the year, Carmen? Putting you on the spot. You part Me? of this show. Who is your real one a- of the year?
0: Hey, a- a- if we're keeping it a bean, man, shout out my guy, Kai Grady. He's not here on the recording today, but he's mm. the greatest motherfucking production assistant in the world. We got the best team over here, man. When I fuck up, Kai uh, lifts me up. You feel? You know what I'm saying? We got a crew over here. It's, it's, a, two, it's a two producer team, you know? Kai helping me Ooh. with the outlines. So watching him get better. I hope you're listening to this one, Kai, because I'm, I'm gassing you up. But watching him get better as an audio engineer. Seriously, like, dude came out to here as a writer and now he's got you know, a two-way contract. He's helping on the editorial side, but he comes and fucks with hey. us on the pods. And he's going to edit these pods by himself on Thursdays usually. So I got to say, that's my real one of the year. Uh, now I'll throw it to
2: you guys. Wow. So we got, We went off script with this because you just threw me a curveball because I had my awards set up to basically acknowledge. Oh, you wrote, your down, you wrote
1: a- your down awards. Okay, well, uh,
0: I can I can read no, the nominees like, that were I, li- originally listed, and then if you still want to do something different or stick with those four, we can.
2: So, so no, I would love to do something different, but I got I got to go off. I got to get back to the script for a second because then I got to explain why I gave you know Denver and and you know what I mean. Like my real one. <laughs> he's all not- right. So on the script, my real one of the year is LeBron James <laughs> for every reason that Logan just said. I, I too agree. Like no one's going to really. Be tripping off of last year Denver winning the championship in a decade. People are always gonna remember LeBron surpassing Kareem Abdul Jabbar on the all time scoring list, bro. That's a moment of the year. But I had to, it's like college football awards when a dude's gonna win the Heisman, they gotta give like his runner up quarterback like something, some other award, knowing damn well he probably should have swept with the that's Maxwell to, Award. Yeah, <laughs> you give them some you give him something else so they don't, you know, they get something. So that's what I did with Denver. They had to be included in that because First championship, Joel, I mean, uh, Jokic and all of that. So LeBron on script is my real one of the year for every reason. Logan said it was the moment of the year. My real, real one of the year, if we're going off script and we're like Kai Grady in it, oh, it's Cindy Bell. Oh, it's my wife. It's my wife, Cindy Bell. Yeah, because of everything that she does to keep this crazy ass crib going, (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. And hey, this mug is this is this is wild, bro. We got I mean four kids, which I mean people got more kids than us, but we're in that time of 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 we're spread out from a 16-year-old down to a 7-year-old. And so everyone's got different stuff going on with different commitment levels. I'm traveling a lot with with Dia to to different you know, recruiting visits and stuff like that. Like she's got tie on the road right now in Vegas, took the seven year old with her to Vegas so that she could be there for tie and his tournament with his high school team. Like the, so I'm rolling Dolo as a dad to two right now, the 16 year old drive, like Dia drive. So I ain't really, he's fine. And I sent him to get my 11 year old from school the other day. So really I ain't got shit to do, but I am drowning in the limited shit that I have to do. Like real, I can barely keep my head above water. <laughs> so shout out to everything she does to keep this bad boy rolling like Cindy Bell real one gang gang that's
1: what's up that's what's
0: up before you go I guess I should also give my my scripted real one of the year as well as in like someone within the NBA because I definitely did throw a curveball there picking Kai I will admit that that's on me Uh, because I don't think anybody else is going to give this guy love Jimmy Butler, man, first Mm. round of the playoffs, dismantling the Bucs, looking like the for There was a week there where we was like, is this the the greatest player of all time? Like, what's going on? The bullshit he was on against the Bucs was insane. And to take an A seed to the NBA Finals, obviously, wasn't just him. He had some great players around him making some tough-ass threes, uh, as well as Spolstra just being a genius. But to lead a team that nobody... Nobody believed in that team except for Jimmy. Nobody. And to bring them to the finals. That's my my in, in NBA real one of the year. But you know, it's still it's Kai over Jimmy. That's all I'm saying. It's Kai over Jimmy. That's what's
1: up. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go off script. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Brittany Griner, man. Hey, the one who as a real one of the year? Someone that had to endure so much shit and play basketball. Right, like I don't know how the hell she did that. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with her, and I'm gonna also go with honestly, bro. Like I'm gonna go with the real ones everywhere, bro. Like we see every, like we, I, I can't put this into perspective enough how much we appreciate y'all, how much we appreciate like whenever we go through the, if when y'all come to us randomly in arenas or like just on the street. I told y'all there was one time I'm walking from my house, bro. Somebody just drive up and I got a little scared. I ain't going to hold you. And <laughs> he just goes like, hey, man, I like what you're doing. and drives off like even shit like that. Like appreciate it so much, bro. Like we, this is the labor of love. We do this shit every morning. We fucking get the cracks out of our motherfucking eyes and do this shit and try to make the best we can. And. We appreciate the love, dog. So, Brittany Griner and also the real ones everywhere, man. Y'all we 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 ain't here without y'all. So, appreciate it.
2: Yeah, real talk, man. I've said this before, I will say it again. It is more heartwarming for me at this stage for someone to say that they enjoy the pod or listening to us than it is for someone to say, "Hey, man, you were a really good defender or shoot," like whatever they say to me about the NBA, like that hearing that people appreciate or even that they just tap in whether they like it or not like that's that's always pretty dope and i always get a little i always get a little emotional when people tell me that and it's kind of surreal like right like it's kind of you know it's pretty cool
1: yeah the show is a gift bro for sure it's a gift that keeps on giving man and uh any last words guys anything you guys want to say before we get the fuck out of here hey happy
2: holidays Enjoy your people, man. Seriously, it's my favorite time of year, not because just I get to be with people, you know? I get to sit around with my the people I love. People come from out of town, you don't know, see all the time, and you get to really be with them in a way that's slowed down and you can appreciate them. We all don't always get the opportunity to do that, so happy
1: holidays. Enjoy it. Yes, sir. Happy holidays to everybody. Um, we will see you guys next year. Uh, we'll see y'all next year, all right? Love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, happy holidays that was the release our second annual awards mm. show we're gonna do it bigger and bigger every year see y'all next year for the release and see y'all next year for the, another all uh, infinite editions of for real ones tap in Ah, all the shits bye Must be 21 years and older and president select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star. Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com backslash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org backslash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-520- or visit KS Gambling Help in Kansas, 1 Stop in Louisiana. Visit MD Gambling Help. Dot org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call one 800 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or visit one 800 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight 877 8 hope ny or text HOPE-NY in New York.